the art and science of hacking our environment or modulating it to support our body is what biohacking is. Did you also know that this is a key element to becoming a radiant human through supporting our bodies to be as pure as possible? This is where deep eating radiance comes from an inside out approach to reduce inflammation, oxidative stress, and allow you to have powerful energy and the best sleep ever. Check out my top biohacking picks from supplements to EMF protective clothing, to water purification, air purification, blue light blocking glasses, detox options, and much, much more. Head on over to theschoolofradiance.com and check out my biohacking page. Enjoy today's episode right here on the School of Radiance podcast. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the School of Radiance podcast. I'm your host, a humble human on a mission here to help you achieve and receive the best hair, skin, nails of your life and look and feel your most radiant version yet. Now, recently I moved and some of you may or may not know this. A lot of my one-on-one clients, you know, you know, because I connect with you all the time over email and follow-up calls. And what was really interesting about my last place is it was beautiful. It was on the river and yes, it wasn't an older building. I pretty much assumed that there was going to be mold in this building. So I had my air purifiers going and fresh air, got outside lots. However, this was a a short-term rental uh, because nobody wanted to rent to a single female entrepreneur from Canada. (laughs) It was It was a bit challenging finding a place to live. However, the right place showed up. It was absolutely beautiful. I could go outside and see nature. And the EMFs were actually so low that I couldn't even make a phone call from this place, which was fantastic. Because those of you who have been following the show for a long time know that I love to speak to why reducing your EMF exposure is so key for healthy skin. Because... Wireless cellular radiation actually makes your red blood cells stick together. So you don't get good blood flow to your skin, which is the largest organ, as well as your brain and your other vital organs. So this is why being outside and grounding and being in as low of an EMF situation and environment as possible is really key. Now, I recognize that that's not always possible, which is why I am also wearing EMF protective clothing underneath this very sweet and demure uh, country club dress that I'm wearing. Always business on top is what I like to say. Anyways, as I was moving from this place, I pulled out one of my suitcases that I had in storage in one of the closets. And guess what I found on the, the fabric was sort of like a sheen fabric and I pulled it out to pack some of my things up and I found mold. I found mold as I was leaving this location and because it was older, you know, an older HVAC system, I think it was like a 1970s build in Florida, right? So it's pretty much given that anywhere in the South where it's humid, where it rains a lot, there's bound to be mold. So having those air purifiers going is so key and why this is important for the skin 
is when you have dirt debris in particular, it's actually resting on the skin. It actually tells your skin cells to die faster via the mechanism of keratinocyte stem cell death. When there is debris resting on the skin, yes, it actually tells your keratinocyte stem cells in your skin to undergo a process called apoptosis, which is cell death, except earlier. And that's the last thing that we want for beautiful, gorgeous, youthful, radiant skin is yes, we want to speed up our cell turnover. That's what retinol does, because as we age, our skin cell cycle does tend to get a little bit leggy and slow down, right? So when we're in our twenties and thirties, our skin cell cycle, it takes about a month for the skin from the dermis to reach its way up to the top of the skin where you can actually see it. But as we age, our skin cell cycle does slow down, but we want to speed up that skin cell cycle, but we don't want to get the keratinocyte stem cells to die faster, right? So there's a couple things going on with our environment and also with our aging process. And mold, obviously, you know, there's even studies that have been done that looked at smokers' lungs versus lungs that were exposed to mold. And can you guess which set of lungs actually showed more tissue damage? Is actually the mold exposed ones. So essentially, I had to leave this location. My my rent, my time there was up. And just as I was leaving, I found mold on one of my suitcases that was tucked away in a closet. So what do you do in this situation? Well, in my communication with mold experts, one of the best ways to clean mold is with hydrogen peroxide. So I always have hydrogen peroxide on hand because this is what I use to clean things throughout the home. Like for example, my dermal roller, right? For those of you who are one-on-one -on -one clients of mine, and also those of you who have joined my seasonal skincare tutorials, this is where I teach you how to actually use your products. And my one-on-one -on -one clients all receive a customized at-home and in-clinic rejuvenation plan with ongoing support. And then my skincare tutorials is where I actually show you how to use all your products in expert level tutorials. And I have this great dermal rolling checklist that gives you the order of operations, the order on how to roll and apply your products, as well as cleaning information as well. So I do love to use hydrogen peroxide to clean certain things around the home, as well as vinegar and baking soda with purified water. I use that for my produce actually as well. Even though it's organic, you still want to make sure that those, those things that you're eating are clean and your lettuce, you know, cleaning all your greens with those types of things too. So mold exposure, I knew that I also had it at a previous home and the body just knows, right? It's not about being paranoid about these things in your environment. It is safe to assume that there is mold in most homes. Cause if you think about how a home is built, oftentimes the roof isn't put on um, before the studs of the home and the frame of the home is done. And oftentimes there can be rain. So that's actually how mold can start to accumulate through the home building process in and of itself is actually when the home is built. And then if there has been rainfall, the wood is going to be imp impacted. The frame of the home, the plywood for the flooring, 
And what's really interesting here in South Florida is that actually a lot of homes are built with cinder blocks. And I have a feeling that that's one of the reasons why is, you know, obviously to be hurricane and tornado proof and we're safe in that regard, but it, it is actually a really good building process to use more of these concrete building materials as opposed to wood. So when it came time to find a new place, what do you think I did? I looked for a place that was newer, that was very clean. Uh, one of the things that I'll mention about the previous place that I was at was that the flooring was a tiled flooring. It was kind of an older Spanish style octagon tile, and it was difficult to clean. And a lot of times when you are walking through the home, you're kicking dust up and mold particulates and other things tend to accumulate in dust. So if you are doing some type of mold test at home, you actually wanna take a little bit of dust that's accumulated in the home, put that in the Petri dish, and then send that off for analysis. So cleanliness is next to godliness. You've probably heard that saying before. The same thing goes with cleansing the skin and then PM in the bath or the shower or over the sink. I like to recommend getting a better cleanse in the bath or shower. You're gonna be rinsing off your cleanser better that way as well as your scrub and things like that um, so that you don't have a water fight with your vanity sink because that is inevitable but I do also like to rinse the body off twice a day. AM and PM, you've probably heard that saying, you know, rinse the energy off of, of the day. Same thing goes with that principle too. You wanna get uh, different heavy metal from the air, different particulates from the air off of the skin. What's also interesting about the air is that most of the body's heavy metal exposure comes from the air whether that's from mining or car emissions or industrial emissions, this is really how the body intakes most of the heavy metals. Of course, if you eat a lot of tuna and are eating foods, I came across actually a study that looked at high fructose corn syrup actually also containing high levels of heavy metals. So very interesting that yes, we can get heavy metals and sweet treats, so you're sweet enough. You don't need to eat high fructose corn syrup. Anyways, not to mention sugar is brutal for the skin because of glycation that happens. Glycation end products. When we have a lot of sugar in the body, it actually can, you'll actually see this in diabetics, a reticular type of look to the skin. The skin looks very rough. It doesn't have a smooth glassy texture. Um, that can be due to glycation end products. So yes, I do have some skincare options that can combat that. But at the end of the day, you want to make sure that your blood sugars are stabilized as well. Our environment plays such a key role in how healthy our hair, skin, nails are, and also how we sleep and how we are in our relationships. One of the things I like to talk about in regards to radiance is you're, to be radiant, you always want to be ready. You always want to be resilient to be as radiant as possible. Now, what do I mean by that? So yes, we have an awareness that there's heavy metal and mold in the air and most homes have mold. So what do we do about that? How can we be ready for this in any situation? Well, this is where having your air purifiers in each room comes in really handy. I do have a biohacking page over at theschoolofradiance.com where you can find some of my favorite in-home technologies to reduce environmental stressors in the home. What 
toxins in our air, water, lighting, electromagnetics do is they increase our body's oxidative stress. So what was really interesting is, yes, I was in a home that had obvious mold. I couldn't clean the floors properly either because it's really uneven. There was porous grouts. There was, you know, quite a bit of dust in that home because it, it was difficult to clean. And now I'm in a beautiful, um, smooth flooring situation. So it's really easy to uh, get all the dust and keep things super clean. So it's not about being overly concerned and paranoid about things, but it is about doing the best thing, the best job you can and keeping things clean and tidy and purified. What I noticed was being in this place for six months, I didn't have any overt signs of mold exposure. And why I think that is, is due to the fact that I day in and day out make great decisions to eat the right foods, drink purified water, reduce my electromagnetic frequency exposure, regularly cleanse and detox. And this all lend to keeping the oxidative stress status or the toxic bucket as empty as possible. All right. What is going to happen during our lives is stress, whether those are oxidative stressors, whether they are emotional stressors with your loved ones, your family, your, your home, your work life. Stress is the root cause of many diseases. This is in the evidence, the research that stress of any form can basically elicit what's called a cell danger response. So oxidative stress, when things are heightened, you get a cell danger response, and then the body has to go to work to correct the toxins that are present. However, if you're always making great decisions to purify your air, water, lighting, electromagnetics, eat the right foods for your specific constitution, then you are going to be able to handle exposures and additional stressor, stressors that can come up in our lives. So this is really why I feel like I didn't have any overt signs of having issues with mold, even though I was clearly living in an older building. Uh, you know, it's, it's had that smell a little bit to it, you know, change the HVAC filter, all that, all that stuff. So what I did when I came into this new place was I was very particular about having the HVAC, the air conditioning and all the vents serviced because you do want to inspect these things. If you are moving into somewhere new, whether you're renting or you're buying or you're already in a home, I want you to actually take a good look inside the vents and see if you can find dust because this is oftentimes where mold will accumulate. HEPA filters oftentimes will collect biological materials and mold actually will feed on them. So that's why keeping things as clean as possible is really, really important. Again, hydrogen peroxide is what's been recommended to me for taking care of mold on surfaces, as well as you know cleaning. You don't need to spend a lot of money or expose yourself to toxic cleaning products. Good old vinegar, baking soda, and water does the trick put a little bit of essential oil in there to make it smell pretty. And uh, the other thing you want to consider is what you are cleaning your dishes with and your laundry with. The funny thing is the cleaner that you go with your cleaning materials, your cleaning products, the less money you're going to spend. 
I love to clean laundry and dif difficult surfaces with something called borax. Then what's also really interesting, this detergent was recommended to people that used to work in nuclear power plants. They were actually directed to bathe in borax and Epsom salts and baking soda to pull out um, radiation. It, it functions as a detergent. Now that's very interesting because oftentimes when we think of taking a bath, you might want to, or you might be tempted to go for those bath bombs and those delicious smelling uh, bathing types of soaps and whatnot. But oftentimes those are full of phthalates. So what you smell is oftentimes a phthalate if it's not an essential oil. And these are hormone disruptors. There's usually also sulfates in there too, to create a little bit of like a surfactant and uh, sulfates are also known hormone disruptors. So that's also one of the reasons why I'm such an advocate for utilizing as clean skincare and hair care as possible, which is why I make it really easy to shop all those things for your skincare, hair care, body care needs, hair, skin, nail supplements, grooming supplies on my skin shop over at theschoolofradiance.com. There's about 250 products on there and I pre-select and pre-vet everything that's on there. And I am constantly making adjustments and updates to that list as well, just in case there have been manufacturer redos of the ingredients list, otherwise known as reformulations. I've come across a number of clients who have really struggled with mold exposure. And some of the things that they often complain about are brain fog, hormone issues, mood issues. And this is exactly what happens when our oxidative stress status gets elevated. We tend to notice it in our mood, in our attitudes, our sleep. And then oftentimes a little bit later, we might see things on the skin. So that's why studying the skin is so interesting because the skin, the largest organ of the body truly is a reflection of what's going on on the inside. To be completely transparent with you, actually one of the things that I notice in my skin, if I have experienced you know, exposure to different things, um, is actually some breakouts on my back. So it's really interesting that it, it shows itself on my back body just uh, you know, the odd little breakout on my upper back or scalp irritation. Um, those are sometimes things that I'll notice when my body is just under a little bit more stress, that oxidative stress status is a bit elevated. The skin will often show you this. And some of my other clients have mentioned things like eye irritation, eye swelling, eye puffiness, um, eczema, psoriasis coming back, dry skin, itchy skin, the skin tells us so much. So it truly is my intention for you all to become more conscious consumers, use cleaner products, use products that are recommended for you, which is where my one-on-one -on -one sessions come in really handy. If we haven't yet had a time together, I warmly invite you to use promo code podcast 15 for 15% off of your one-on-one -on -one with me. And I have a, a session right after this with a new client. And, you know, I, I like to say that, you know, I'm here to save you 10,000 hours and $10,000. And, and I really do mean that because when it comes to trying to piecemeal all of this information together, 
on what's the best product out there? What's the best skincare routine? Um, you know, what are some of the best hair, skin, nail supplements? What are the technologies to help with the skin? What's some of the rejuvenation? What are some of the rejuvenation options available to help with the skin? Well, it really depends on what your specific skin goals are, your values, your lifestyle, your budget, where you live. Yes, your environment and climate also plays a role into what type of products that I can suggest for you. So whether you are in a warm, humid environment or you are in the desert at altitude, um, the hair, skin, nail products and hair, skin, nail supplements, and what you can do with peels and retinols, copper peptide, vitamin C, are going to be uh, adjusted and customized to your climate, believe it or not. And I learned this when I spent about a month in the desert at altitude and saw what happened to my skin. So I'm used to sea level. And that really taught me quite a bit that the skin really does need different things. So when it comes to learning about how to care for your skin, I do, I really want to give you just a, a bit of a, a piece of caution here. There's a lot of people talking about things like dermal rolling and skincare that aren't skin experts. And sure, some of their information could be helpful. One of my dear clients said to me that, yeah, she, you know, she's followed lots of now, influencers out there for a long time, and some of the information is great. Some of the products they recommend are great, but then other times uh, it's not so good. And so it's kind of hit or miss in that situation when you're getting insights from a non-skin expert. The other thing that I will share just in full transparency is a lot of times when I find information online from fellow skin experts and practitioners is that they also don't have an awareness of healthy living and longevity and toxins in skincare because I'll see them recommending products that you can easily pick up on the drugstore shelves, CVS, things like that, that have parabens, salates, sulfates, artificial dyes, fragrances, and chemical sunscreen filters. So this is why you're here because you're more discerning. You are looking for information that is going to not only help you look better, but you will look better when you feel better as well. Now, there are some really neat layers to add to your beautification and self-care journey. And when you clean house, when you clean your environment, when you clean your life, when you clean your relationships up, you get right with God, you get right with your family, you get right with your loved ones. These emotional layers in relationships also contribute to what your skin is like because stress in any form is bound to lead to a cell danger response or oxidative stress status elevation or shift. So this is why it's not just about using skincare to get great hair, skin, and nails. It's, it's really key to look at your environment, air, water, lighting, electromagnetics, it's really key to also perform regular detoxification, whether that's through, you know, the borax Epsom salt baking soda bath that I referenced or through saunaing or through exercising and sweating it out. There's also different senolytics that I take to clear out zombie cells, senescent cells that don't serve a purpose. Uh, lots of research on longevity with those ones. You can find the senolytics on my biohacking page 
as well as other types of technologies too. There's a lot of frequency technology that I use behind the scenes. I have one of them on my biohacking page and then others that are, it's not you know how much money you have, it's, it's more who you know. <laughs> a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. So speaking of the behind the scenes things, this is where I dive deep into this stuff in my membership, right? We dive deep into communication, etiquette, how to present ourselves, how to enter a room and have the right people notice us in the right way at the right time for our radiant energy. And what is radiance? You've probably heard me say this before, but if you're new here, radiance is actually the 10th body in Ayurveda. So we have our body, mind, spirit, energy. There's other aspects to ourselves as well. And radiance is the 10th body. So depending on the, the functionality of your other systems, body, mind, spirit, energy, relationships, life, balance, and your energy, frequency, all of that, this will contribute to how much radiance you give off. And this is actually an electromagnetic projection. That's what it's defined as in Ayurveda. And the more radiant you are, the more resilient you're going to be, the more prosperous and abundant. You know, this is taken from Ayurveda texts, right? I'm not just making this up. I'm so happy to find information on radiance because I've just, I've been observing this in clients for a long time, since 2011. What is it about some people that when I connect with them, they just light up the room, right? They're happier. They have a great family life. They're living a life full of joy. They have very specific body, mind, spirit, energy practices that bring them joy. They're not busy bodies and they don't wear the badge of busyness in conversation. So just kind of notice in your interactions with people, the contrast, people that you love to talk to, right? The positive patty versus the negative Nancy, right? The negative Nancy that's distracted with the woes of the world. You know, they have their Apple watches on, they're constantly distracted by their phone. They're busy, they're running here, they're doing that. And sure, lots of people have families and there's lots of things that we have to do throughout our day to maintain a household. However, it's the approach that you take. It's doing it in teamwork. It's doing it with love and experiencing joy in the process. The other thing that uh, we talk about in the membership is relationships. And one of the things I see a lot of women struggling with, and also men too, is they're the leaders of the household, right? And I know this might sound a little bit old school, but when women are put into a leadership position, they're going to be out of balance with their feminine energy. They're going to have to put the pants on. So if you are in a relationship in a situation where you are wearing the pants and it's putting you in a hypermasculine state, that also in and of itself is going to contribute to higher levels of oxidative stress in your body. You're going to experience more adrenal fatigue and things like that. So there's tweaks that you can make in your relationships as well and in your communication. And if you are dating and things like that, you do obviously want to have your home clean and tidy so that you also attract someone who has a shared value in that regard too. But here's the interesting part. When it comes to being in a family unit or in a relationship, we need to have shared values. What do I mean by that? If one of you puts more attention on your skincare, personal grooming practices, healthy living practices, eating well, 
doing things that are positive and uplifting for your body, mind, spirit, energy, but your partner doesn't, you're going to have a mismatch of your values. And there can also be issues with boundaries with that. And, you know, full transparency, this is something that I experienced as well. And inevitably the relationship didn't uh, succeed. Now, that uh, that's a, that's a hard lesson learned, right? So when you are picking your partnerships, you really want to pick partnerships based on shared values and established boundaries and all of these things and that beautiful masculine feminine dynamic. So so here's the interesting note that I'll conclude on. For those clients of mine that have the best skin, can you guess what the number one contributing factor is in their success? and also in their radiance and looking and feeling their best. Can you guess? It's with them and their partners actually do skincare, exercise, healthy living, healthy eating together. There's a deeper layer here. Over half of North American relationships are ending in divorce. This, this is a hard truth and it is a statistic that's, that's going on in the world. So what about this? What if partnerships and two people in a relationship are operating more as a team and they are both putting in an effort to do their skincare, to eat well, to exercise, to maintain a beautiful, clean, happy, joyful household. When two partners both put in an effort to present as their most beautiful, put together self, that's going to make the relationship better, right? You're going to be more attractive. You're going to smell better. And you're going to be showing your partner that you really value looking after yourself. They're going to be doing the same. If one person's looking after themselves and one person isn't, then there's going to be a tricky dynamic there too. So that's all I'm going to say about that, but there are some deeper layers here. But at the end of the day, my clients that have the highest success rates with having great skin, increasing their radiance, looking and feeling their best, them and their partners are also doing healthy living, healthy skin practices together. They're sharing their products, right? It, it, it's a team. It's not, you know, this is my moisturizer, use this moisturizer. No, you want to share. You want to encourage each other. And also what's kind of neat here is the guys really need this help too, right? Gentlemen don't often learn how to care for the largest organ of their body. So this is where you can um, actually highlight some of the knowledge that you have to share with your partner too. And also for your kids, right? Teaching them good self-care grooming etiquette practices at a, at a young age is key too. So in the membership, I actually teach some strategies on how to finally go about this and uh, encourage you and your partner and your whole family to be operating on a certain frequency together so that you can be in any situation and feel comfortable in conversation at the, you know, the dinner table, things like that. So there are ways to do this for the entire family. And I just feel that the more people out there who are really looking after themselves and are doing this in a more partnership type of setting, we're going to see um, better families. We're going to see fewer divorces and things like that. So there's a lot more to that topic. I basically just did a quick macro overview, but um, I have been going over some market research on relationships. What are some of the key contributing factors to 
having these succeed because at the end of the day, we're not meant to be alone. We're meant to be in community. And that is one of the deep underpinning whys on desiring to look and feel our best, right? It is so that we're confident and so that we can go out there and form our communities because that actually is a deep survival need is our community, not just isolated by yourself, permit moding in the forest. You know, I did that for many years in my outdoor adventure lifestyle, which I share a lot of what that journey was like for me. It was very lonely, actually, very lonely. And I share this journey and then how far I've come to inspire you as well in my audible radiance, the new skin science. You can download this. I recommend listening to it. I wrote it. I recorded it in my previous place that I lived in. And I honestly, I felt like I gave birth when I recorded that uh, audible and wrote the book as well. So I warmly invite you to tune into that and I'm sure it will inspire you. And it's for the ladies and the gents. It's right. You know, radiance, the skin stuff, everyone has skin. Last time I checked, every human, the largest organ of their body is the skin. So the stuff is a lot less superficial than you might think. And beauty and radiance are simply byproducts of you continuing to care for yourself, caring for your family, right? We want to prevent things. We want to stay out of the hospitals. We want to stay out of urgent care. And how do we do that? We make as good decisions as we can day in and day out. And we also lead by example. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode right here on the School of Radiance podcast. Assume your home has mold, have those air purifiers, keep your home tidy, keep the dust down, keep your home tidy, keep your skin tidy, keep your scalp tidy, keep your nails tidy. We don't want debris and dirt, you know, under our nails because obviously different pathogens can enter your bloodstream that way too, right? So good grooming, not only in your physical appearance, but also in your body, mind, spirit, energy, you know, clean house, right? All of those areas. This is also, I'm just going to end on this, why having a spiritual practice is so important. And yes, it can be very individual to you and what your values and beliefs are and experiences are. But I just across the board see that the most radiant people that I work with have some type of spiritual meditation energy clearing type of practice, right? We live in a world where there's so many things happening all at once. Do we really need to know about this, that, and the other thing, you know, the newest development, focus on yourself, focus on your family, focus on your personal journey, be your most radiant version. And then if, you know, you have 10 to 30 minutes a day, sure, get caught up on what's going on, but just don't let it consume your mind because there's lots of great things to focus on throughout the day and be happy for and be grateful for and be joyful for. I love you all so much. Have a beautiful high vibe, a radiant day. Check your HVAC for mold, uh, clean your filters out, clean that dust up that you've seen accumulating because as you walk through the house, you are going to kick up dust and mold spores and things like that. So clean, clean, clean. Am I a neat freak? Well, I am a Virgo. So I do like a clean home. I just, you know, if you have clutter somewhere in your home, you probably also have psychological clutter too. So there's some connections and correlations there too. And you're going to be able to notice this in other people that you have exchanges with. What is their home like? What does their car look like? If their car and home look like that, imagine what their 
with their psychological wellness looks like as well. So you can tell a lot about somebody by how they present themselves. Um, the less scrambled they are, the more clear and coherent they are, the more of a joy they are to be around. These are more likely the people that you want to hang out with as well and are going to be those uh, energy drains on you and are just going to be people that are probably going to make your life better, right? This is how we make the world better is by cleaning up ourselves first and then beauty radiance are simply byproducts of doing the mindset work. All right, love you all so much. Let me know if you have any questions from today's episode. You can always reach out to me over email. Information is in the description of this episode and learn more over at theschoolofradiance.com. Share this episode with a friend or family member. Um, mold is a pretty serious issue. It affects some people more than others, depending on their level of oxidative stress that they have present in their body. They're grateful my body was able to clear it and also doing regular detoxification practices as well. If you're curious about what I could suggest for you in regards to customized guidance, book that one-on-one, -on -one. join my next skincare tutorial where I also do more of a deep dive over seven weeks, how to use your products, biohacking, rejuvenation, all of that. And then the membership for the deeper behind the scenes protocols and practices and strategies that I employ and also uh, my most radiant clients employ too that I've spent so long learning from. Love you all so much. Have a beautiful high vibe rest of your day, everybody. And I will see you again right here on the School of Radiance podcast.